Welcome to the Tape Ministry of the Embassy of the Word of God, where God is releasing men and women into exploits through the preaching of the Word of Faith. Be transformed and impacted as you listen to God's Word. Blessed Spirit of God, we ask Blessed Holy Spirit that you minister to us this morning. Let somebody live here impacted, Amen. affected by your word. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. let the sick be healed. Amen. Let the infamed be made strong. Amen. Let the discouraged be encouraged. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And all the saints shall say, Amen. Amen. Please take your seats. Welcome somebody to your left and your right to church and ask them, What's up, y'all? Ask them your eye. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory be to God. Second Corinthians, Second Timothy, I beg your pardon, chapter 3, the verse number 15. And this morning I'll be talking on what honor is. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. And that from a child thou hast known the holy scriptures which are able to make you wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. Hallelujah. Now that scripture tells us that all scripture, talking about the body of scripture, I wonder scripture, when the Bible refers to scripture, for those of you that have heard me teach it before, it's actually talking about the Old Testament, okay? And the Old Testament were the scriptures when the epistles were being written. So when the epistles, the letters, the epistles are called letters. So this is a letter, this book of Timothy is a letter written by Paul to Timothy. Timothy was a pastor, so he was instructing him. And he was telling him that from a child you have known the holy scriptures that is able to make you wise unto salvation through faith that is in Christ Jesus. Then he goes on to instruct Timothy and say, all scripture from Genesis to Malachi before us, because as at the time they were right, he was writing to Timothy, there was no other body of scripture. This is was gleaned from Genesis to Malachi. So he's telling him all scripture is given by the inspiration of God or the outbreathing of God. And the reason why it was outbreath was for doctrine. Doctrine means for teaching, for reproof, for correction to bring correction, for instruction, to bring instruction to us. Praise God, to bring instruction. So we receive our conviction, we receive our correction, our instruction, nurturing, training through the word of God. So everybody that is born again receives this instruction from the scriptures. Hallelujah. So the 
Old Testament teaches on this subject of honor that I'm going to be talking about. So when he says all scripture, it means a whole body of scripture starting from Genesis to Malachi first. Then let's look at Romans chapter 6, the verse number 4. It says, therefore we are buried with him. 6-4, please. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. Should walk in what? Newness of life. Praise God. Next verse, verse 5. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Verse 6. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. So the believer that is born again has been given authority over sin. Praise God. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 5. <clears throat> it says, For when we were dead in sins, has quickened us together with Christ, by grace ye are saved. Not about to be saved, we are saved. Praise God. Verse 6. And has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness towards us through Christ Jesus. Verse 8. For by grace are ye saved through faith and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God has before ordained that we should walk in them. Praise God. Now, I read all this scripture to let you know that when a man is born again, you're born again into Christ. We are baptized into Christ. To be baptized into Christ means to come into union and identity with Christ, which means that you have come into a new relationship, and therefore, you are also instructed in a new way. He calls it a new and a living way. So there is what is called a new and a living way. That new and living way, what it does is that it cultures how we think, it cultures how we conduct ourselves, it cultures how we perceive things. Many of us, unfortunately, by virtue of our disposition to the things that we grew up with, have been cultured in a particular way. So we think in a particular way. And so that has informed your relationship with money, for example. Your relationship with a woman, for example. Your relationship with a man, for example. That is why some women cannot marry. They cannot marry because, not because there is a demon chasing them from getting married. Their disposition, their training, they've been trained to believe that all men are equal. But that is not scriptural. The scripture says the husband is the head of the wife. So you are a believer, you either take the scriptures or leave it. No, I have a right. Yes, keep having right. The right is the reason why you are still single. Because you want to insist on your right. Yeah, the scripture tells us that 
So you don't respect that institution and you don't respect what God has put in place. You have dishonored that institution. Therefore, you can't remain married. Some men too are like that. Their mindset is that because they have been made head, they must be bullies. And the scripture says, love your wife. So if you remain a bully, you will never be married. That's why your food is not cooked. Yeah. That's why you have a wife, but you are having... You are in a boxing ring. It's called dishonoring the institution. What is honor? <laughs> so, you see, a person's mind, a mindset can be the reason why they are where they are in life. And the simple reason is because we have become dishonorable. And has it occurred to you that in this end time, we have become more dishonorable than any other time and any other generation? Do you know why people die very young these days? That's why I want the young people here. Yeah. There are a lot of people that die with strange diseases, especially young people, than it has ever been. In our father's times, mother's times, our grandfathers will grow very old. And the reason is because of this subject of honor. Today, because of blogging and social media, everybody thinks they have a say. So, yeah, why, why did Boris Johnson do that? Okay, continue. What did I say? Continue. Hashtag continue. <laughs> uh, did I mention a scripture? <laughs> okay, what is honor? Today, we're going to look at what honor is. What is honor? What is honor? Honor simply means to respect. Honor means to treat sacred what God calls sacred. Honor means not to treat something uncommon, but to treat it with the utmost reverence that God has put on it. And every Christian believer is born again to be cultured by the word. So you may have your nationality where you come from. You may come from wherever. You may have color, no color, white color, blue color, whatever. Irrespective of our creed dispositions in life, the moment you become a Christian, you are baptized into Christ. And therefore, the mind of Christ must affect you. So that you don't think like the world. Romans chapter 12, the verse number 2. The scripture tells us something very instructive there. Do not be conformed to the things of this world. But be ye what? Transformed through the renewing of your mind. So when a believer is born again, one of the things that happen to us is that our mind must be renewed. So, for example, you may be born in a cultural setting where they don't have respect for the elderly. 
They don't have respect for principles. They don't have respect for systems. The scripture says when you come into Christ, your mind must be Christ-like. In other words, you must be reprogrammed. You must be brainwashed. Oh, no, no, you go to that church, they brainwash you. Yes. In fact, the reason why we are doing well is because we have been brainwashed. Brainwashing is not a bad thing. It's just what is brainwashing you. If you are brainwashed by the scriptures, your brain will think like the scriptures, isn't it? Yeah. If you are brainwashed by God, you start thinking like God. So it's good. It's good to be brainwashed by God. I, I, I don't want to be brainwashed by any other thing. God, God is fine. It's okay for me. I love, I love God's, God's brainwashing. And you see, when God brainwashes you, you will look like a fool. But you are not a fool. Because when God brainwashes you, there are certain things that you no more hold too dear. Yeah. So we say honor is to treat with utmost respect. Treat with what? With weight. Put weight on what God has put weight on. And when it comes to honor, honor deals with people, with places, with things. Praise God. With people, with places, and with things. All right. Let's get on with this. Matthew chapter number 13, verse number 57. Actually, before I go there, let me go to Ephesians chapter 6. Let me start from there. How many of us know that every struggle in life is traceable to dishonor? Every struggle is traceable to a principle you have dishonored, a person you have dishonored, or an environment you have dishonored. I was telling the leaders yesterday night how Mike Modok went to a restaurant to eat. If, if you don't know Mike Modok, Mike Modok is a, is a pastor. So when he went to eat, he was very hungry. So normally if you're hungry, you know, you want to order everything on the menu. Just anything. Just, just give me anything. I will eat anything. So he kept ordering until the whole plate was filled. The whole table was filled with just anything. You know, the thing comes and then you're now wondering, why did I order everything? I can't eat everything. So he ordered everything. Then not too far from his table, he saw this very obese man. Very, very big. Can't even breathe. Was struggling to eat. He takes one bite. <laughs> Before it, he takes the next one. So for some reason, he caught his attention. So he turned to the man and asked the man, why? What's your problem? <laughs> so they got in talking, they were chatting. So he asked him, Why, were you born like this? Like, did you have any health, this malfunction or something? Did you? He said, No, I was born very slim. Slim like that young man there in suit. <laughs> so he asked him, So how did you become like this? And he said, By eating the way you are eating. <laughs> he said, from that day, he changed his diet. I mean, he made up his mind. He doesn't want to become like that man. That man broke a principle 
that have made him the way he is. I used to be very slim like him. I would eat anything. Or like this one. It's anything, any time. And I thought it was okay. You know, come to the office, stay in the office till about 2 a.m., go home, eat. Then when I the next thing, oh, sleeping. Then one day I woke up and found out that, whoa. Yeah, overnight. You know when it's happening, you don't see it. One day you just wake up and find out, whoa. I'm pregnant, and I'm a pregnant man. I said, Father, Lord. I said, oh, I'll get rid of this. I will fast. Don't say, you know, you can fast for days. I'll fast. This time, even when I fast, the thing becomes, it looks like the body now has become very intelligent with me. He knows that. Oh, we leave him to fast. When he finishes fasting, we'll keep the food waiting for him. The moment I finish fasting, the first food I eat, the thing comes out, poof. I said, Father. This one is muscle reorganization. I need to reorganize this muscle. The muscle... It's no more thinking the way. It's out of course. I have disobeyed a principle. I've dishonored the principle that's working against me now. So now I went for roller, roller something. Yeah. You see me skipping. Yeah. I went to invest in getting, because I won't have time to be running around. So I went to get a, a trade meal. So it's working. Yeah. I changed all these fancy watches. Today I couldn't, I got, uh, what do you call it? Um, the electronic ones. I didn't like, used to like them. I got, yeah, so I'll be checking how much calories I'm burning. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's a prince. It's working. Yeah. You see, I've toned down now. It's working. Yeah, it's working. If you don't know what I'm doing, I'm telling you what I'm doing. It's a principle you must obey. So if you think you are very slim, you will never grow big. Continue. I say, continue. There is an age you hit. <laughs> continue. You keep drinking all the sugar. Drink everything. Continue. It's an honor problem. So every problem in life is traceable to honor or dishonor. Ephesians chapter 6. Today we are just talking about what honor is. And honor can affect your life or impact your life. To be either the best or the worst. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. In other words, it's God's instruction. Children what? Come on now. Children what? Obey your, your parents what? In the Lord. For this is what? Right. He said, oh, go and pick, go and pick that. Go and pick that thing and bring. Dad, must I pick it? No, you must pick it. Dad, should I do it now? No, you must do it now. Because the scripture says, obey your parents, what? In the Lord. For this is right. And then it says what? Honor, sorry, I beg your pardon. Honor thy father and thy mother. So one of the things God wants you to honor is your father and your mother. Take note, have you noticed that it did not say mother and father? Have you noticed it did not say mother and father? It says what? Father and mother. It's God's order. Are we saying fathers are more important than mothers? No, not necessarily. But when you live in a generation where systems and everything in place is making fathers look unimportant. The system is gradually pushing our fathers out of the house because 
the system has been programmed to encourage single mothers. But I can tell you of a fact. <laughs> a woman cannot raise a man to be a man. It's only kings that raise kings. Am I saying that a mother cannot raise a man? No, no, that's not what I'm saying. You can raise a man. Some fine gentlemen have been raised by mothers. And that is true. But there are only few exceptions. But a lot of... You go to America today, if you find most of the people that are in inmates in the, in, 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 in incarcerated, the reason is simple, because fathers are absent. Not necessarily biological fathers, or father figures are absent. And it's because our world today has programmed the world to offset God's principle and order. When I was growing up, I was becoming a monkey. You know a monkey? I was misbehaving. It got to a time, I will go out, they gave rules. Come back seven, I will come back eight. One day when I came back, my father locked the door said, you can't come in. The first time, I jumped the wall. So it's all these young boys, when you go out, he say, when I come back, I'll find one nice story and tell your father, we've done it all before. There's nothing new under the sun. So he organized things like that. You're coming to climb. He said, go back where you came from. Go back. Go back. He was waiting. Go back. I stayed outside the house for three months. By the time I came back, after they had begged for me, my mother begged for me, I, my brains readjusted completely. After you have been made homeless for three months, and you are the mercy of other people, today, child is misbehaving, you are watching him. You are, you are programming a child to become either an inmate or cannot be somebody's wife. Become a liability to society, to your husband, to your wife. Because they have not learned this principle of honor. Every child in the home needs to learn. They need to honor their father and their mother. And if your father is not there, honor your mother. And father figures. Oh, no, 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 it's Britain. You can't talk to your anybody's child like that. Who told you? Where we grew up? That when you are born into a community, everybody is your mother and your father. So let your somebody misbehave on in town. They'll bring you back. They say your daughter was behaving and whip you right in front of your father and your mother. And your father and mother say, thank you. When he does it tomorrow, double. No, it has changed. Go to Africa now. They are behaving like us here. It's the generation. The generation has changed. There's, there's a scripture in the, in the Bible. It says there is a generation that kills their fathers. And we are living in that generation now. We don't want fathers. The system will encourage a woman to leave a man because it's okay. You can raise that child alone. But let me tell you this. That is not scriptural. You are raising a generation of vagabonds that will not respect any system. You find our young boys right now, they can't go to a job and keep a job. You know why they go there? They tell them off, why are you late? Why should you tell me I'm late? All right, take your job. He goes to the job center because job center is waiting for him. If there was no job center waiting for you, we'll see how you get a job. You, the one you have, you keep it. 
Then you adjust yourself. When they say, my friend, you are misbehaving, you say, oh, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. I will adjust. Thank, sorry, sir. I will adjust. But because he will be giving benefit when he gets out of a job. All right, all right. I'll leave that job. So if our young people cannot keep their jobs anymore, why the principle of dishonor? Why you came to work late? What were you doing all night? On phone. What were you doing all night? On tablets. What are you doing? I'm chatting with my friend. TikTok. Instagram. And as we speak now, some of them are on Instagram or TikTok. Samuel, I'm watching you. I'm here, but I can see your phone. <laughs> Look at me and behave yourself. I've been where you are. No matter how tall you will be. They, all my sons and grandchildren are all taller than me now. I look at them from, I say, hey. But no matter how tall you are, life will level you if you don't follow the principles of life. It's called honor. It says, honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment with promise. What is the promise? Of honoring your father and mother. Verse 3. That it may be well with you. A lot of us are going to gym so that we can be well. But the wellness is in this scripture. Your gym subscription is higher than the scriptural subscription. That's why after the gyming, you are still dying. Something is wrong with your organs. Because it's an issue of honor. Honor thy father and thy mother so that it may be what? Well with you. Simple. You know why some people struggle in life? Everything they do doesn't work. It's not prayer. If it is prayer, the prayers have been praying for you. It should be working. The prayers have been praying for you. In the name of Jesus, Father, I bless them from my, from my intestines. By now, it should be working and overworking. So if it's not working, check yourself. Chances are that there's a principle you are dishonoring. And I'll come to that in a moment. That it may be well with you. And that thou mayest live long. So long life is not a guarantee. That's why you find 15 years people dying. 16 dying. 17 dying. 18 dying. Long life is a function of God's principle of honor. You want to live long? You want to live beyond you see how grandma is old and still very strong? Mm -hmm. That's a woman of honor there. It's, it's, not, it's not luck. It's not genetic. Yeah, it's not genetics and it's not what? It is not. <laughs> it's not luck. It's not because you are taking a lot of nice vitamins. You can take a lot of nice vitamins, nice vitamins and the vitamin will choke you. If there was nice vitamins to be taken, Michael Jackson should have lived longer than all of us. He has all the money. Or Steve Jobs. Did any of us have more money than Steve Jobs? He did everything to cure the problem in his body and the thing would not go. They removed, put another new one, the thing still fought. And wasted him. The man, nice man, became very slim and was just withering away, withering away, withering away. And that's it. Honor. Long life is connected to honor. Children, are you hearing me? That it may be well with you. 
So if you want to live long, what do you do? Honor your father and mother. A lot of us have zero regard for father and mother. That's why, you know why we have a lot of care homes and the care industry is going to boom and continue to boom? Because of dishonor. Many years ago, there was not a lot of care homes like we have today. Because there was what is called the family system. At least certain Saturdays or Sundays, families will come together and eat together. Today, you find in every family, there is one fight, one scrabble or the other, so people cannot gather together. Until the family system has been disintegrated. Not just that. Dishonor for fathers and mothers has become rampant. Look, you can look at your father's face and tell, hey, Johnny, Johnny, I have told you, don't be talking to me like that. I'm not, I'm not, an, I'm not a child, I'm an adult. Yeah. Adult? Continue. <laughs> you have just signed your death warrant. You disrespect your mother, your father. You have cut your life short by two. If you are supposed to live 60, you have been made it 30. Unless you correct it. That thing will follow you to not only follow you, to follow your generation. I'm preaching. The way this place is very quiet, I'm preaching. That it may be well with you. What does that mean? It means that for it to be well with us, we must learn to honor fathers and honor what? Mothers. Your biological father, your biological mother must be honored. Everybody has a father and mother. Even with the mothers here, we have fathers and mothers. You never, you just, just did not appear on, on earth, did you? Did any of us just appear here? You were born into a family. Did you choose your family? So it doesn't matter how terrible your family is, how terrible your mother is. The Bible says honor. What did I say? Honor. When they say, mm, you hear and you listen. Till today, my mother can call me and say, Bishop, Bishop, Bishop. I say, Mommy, what, what, what? Go <laughs> down, Bishop. I'm privileged at least to have her around. My dad, I wish he was around. I would have gone to give him an offering, a very big offering, to thank him for not letting me to continue to be a monkey. Because it organized and changed my life. That decision he made not to make me come back home helped me for life. Oh no, he's a child. He, a child will not die. The Bible says foolishness is in the heart of a child. The rod of correction drives it what? Far away from the child. So when your child, now I'm talking to parents now. Because there's a verse there. When your child is misbehaving, okay, as a child, don't take it as a childhood delinquency or childhood something. No, he, when he grows, he will outgrow it. No, he will not outgrow it. He is learning how to test the limits. He's learning how to test boundaries. He's learning how to disobey. And when you let him continue, he will start fighting teachers in school. Start fighting people in school. And then you say, oh, no, it's, they don't like my child. They don't like your child because your child, among 100 or 50 of children in the class, they like everybody else. It's only your child they don't like. There is something wrong with your child. Your child is breaking the principle of disorder. And you need to check it. Oh, they don't like my child. 
You alone, your only child, they don't like that one among the many. There are exceptions where people may not just like people anyway for wickedness. That's, that's happened. But sometimes check it. Maybe your child is doing something that is creating that. So check it first. So that when you are, you are making corrections and amendments, you do it well. At least you know where you are coming from. Oh, my child is a very good child. Oh, my child is a very... I watched a, a movie recently. It's a series. Um, it's, it's an English series. Now, this guy, they were born into these rich families. How, you know how these prime ministers and all that. So they became, they grew up and became, I think it's on Netflix. You, you, anybody want to have watched it? They became the elite of the, of the society. One of them became prime minister. The other became, they became ministers. Just in the United Kingdom, just we were using the United Kingdom setting. But when they were children, when they were younger, one of them made a, did a mistake and one of their friends fell from the roof, gave, them, gave him drugs and fell and died. And so the other one saw it and helped him cover it. But when he covered it, this other one that helped him cover it was a rapist. Every girl, he wants to have his way. Now he has grown up. He saw the girl of his dreams, married the girl. Now they were living well. They have become ministers and what have you in society. But the thing was following him. Went outside his wife, had side dish. And then the side dish, the, the side dish, he stopped eating side dish. Then one time side dish came back together, but he forced his way. And the side dish said no, like I was saying the other day. When they say no, and even in the middle, when they say no, no means what? No. No, uh -huh. no means no. Just leave it alone. Uh -huh. <laughs> leave it alone. Before they call, ping, 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 ping for you. No means no. He continued. Because he said, ah, this is an old dish I've been eating, so this is time to continue eating dish. And then... He came into the tabloids. And guess what? The wife somehow started investigating and found and the prosecuting lawyer in that case was actually one of his victims in the part-time past. So you can imagine. Ideally, she's not supposed to be prosecuting that case, but she took it as a personal interest because the moment the guy's name came up in adulthood, he said, ah, this guy, I know him. He had been doing it before. When I was younger, I said, no, he didn't. Listen. And he never recognized this lady. But now in adulthood, the thing has followed him. But this is what I want to say. The important of the story is this. The wife went to the mother and said, you know, I'm somehow trying to believe this. No, my son is an angel. My son can never hurt a fly. They just don't like my son. My son has done so well for himself. My son is a minister. Like the billionaire that, was, that killed himself in jail. Because he has money. Epstein. So you can be trafficking young girls. No. No. Irrespective of how much money you have, when you break the honor principle, he will come after you. Children just naturally do silly, careless things. But a good spanking will teach them how to behave. Yeah, I like this verse. A good what? Spanking. So children need to be given boundaries. 
and needs to be what? Told enough is enough. Sit there and behave yourself. Even sometimes just a look from a parent should make a child adjust. A look will not make a child adjust. No, 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 Mommy, I'll beat you. Eh, you'll beat you. And then you also look here as a child. He will, no, take that child to the bathroom. I didn't say that. I didn't say, let's go. <laughs> you know, and bring him back, clean his face nicely, sit down, behave yourself. Or in the family, as he's doing it, daddy say, oh no, he's a good child. He's a good child. You are encouraging foolishness in the heart of a child. And you know what will happen? They may not live long. You are the one cutting short their life. Verse 4. I might have to be stopping here now. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up. You know what bringing up is? Train them. Train them. If you don't train a child, he will become dishonorable. He will understand the principle he needs to honor and the principles he should not honor. So he has grown up. He can't go to work early on time. Because you have allowed that boy to be on TikTok, whatever, all of the time till that child now in adulthood is still on TikTok playing games as a child. Are you a baby? Antonio, do you like games? You don't, or you don't have time for it? Yeah, yeah. You have time for money, isn't it? Make money, making money. Yeah, that's a typical Italiano. Are you from Sicily or something? Nepal. Nepal. Okay. Napoli. Ah, that's where they make money. A lot of them are business people. They like money. Uh -huh. So it, it makes sense. I used to like these mafioso movies. I used to like watching them learn how to do <laughs> Coffee break is over. Let's get back to this. <laughs> and ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nature and admonition of the Lord. In other words, instruct your children in the way of the Lord. Don't just watch your children go in a path they should not be going. Oh, he's a child. He will outgrow it. No, he will not outgrow it. He will grow up with that, that attitude until he becomes a rapist. Until he becomes a thief. Until all your money in your bank account, every day the money is going down. You don't know why. The child has cloned your card. So you can never be rich. Because that child is putting holes and then when the child grows up and is not doing well in society, say, ah, you know. So at 20, you are still taking care of your child that should be responsible for himself. At 30, you are still giving your son money. If you are parents and you still do that, stop it. Do it only because you have, you, I mean, you want to bless them. Don't do it because they, you, it's a, become a responsibility. At 30, if the child is still your responsibility, you have failed as a parent. You have failed. The last time I became the responsibility of my father was when he threw me, threw me away. And that's it. You got to go hustle. Make life for yourself. Train up the children the way they should go. Ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath. You know what that means? Don't make your child do something that will become dishonorable. In other words, in raising them, don't become a tyrant. In raising them, don't become a bully. Until that child grows up knowing that all you need to do to be a man is to be a bully. Or you gave birth to a child and abandoned the child. 
and the child is taking care of himself somewhere. If you're a father here, you have abandoned the child, go for that child. Take care of the child. Yeah. Because you are provoking them to wrath. They will, become, they will become their own responsibility. You are provoking them to wrath. And it might not be well with you. If you're a mother and you need to take care of a child and you abandon the child. But this one, it says fathers. Instructions to fathers. The fathers that hit and ran. They brought it. He said, no, 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 it's not me. Meanwhile, you knew it was you. Are you laughing? <laughs> Are you a hit around, mother? <laughs> Amen. You were never in the child's life. Then one day you show up. You know I'm your father, you know. Yes, that is the door, you know. Yeah. And then you want, now want to now be the one carrying the girl to the altar. Tan, tan, tada. No, you don't deserve that right. You lost it the day you, you refused to be irresponsible. Am I saying don't forgive? Forgive the father, but don't give him that right. He will go and do it again, even in his old age. In other words, if you're a man, don't let your third leg become your direction in life. And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath. Don't provoke them to wrath, but bring them up in the nature and admonition of God. All right, one last scripture and then we go. Is that okay? One last one. Nothing else. <clears throat> um, I think we'll look at uh, the book of uh, Timothy 1, Matthew 15, verse 4. Since I'm at it. For God commanded, saying, Honor thy father and mother, and he that curseth father or mother, let him die the death. He that curses mother and father, let him die the death. This is the reason why a lot of people are dying young. God is not coming to kill you. But there is a principle programmed into the earth that anything else follows and everything follows is a principle of what? Honor. Give respect to your father. Give respect to your mother. Give respect to those that are father figures in your life. Children, obey your parents in the Lord. Parents in the Lord is talking about spiritual parents. People that have oversight over you. Obey them. Praise God. Obey them. Obey them. He that curseth mother or father must die the death. What is honor? Respect. Wait. Don't make uncommon what God has made. Don't make common what God has made uncommon. And this happens to places, people, things. People like fathers, and mothers. Places like a church. The way you treat the church of God choose your level of honor. Today you come. Tomorrow you don't come. Today you come. Tomorrow you don't come. God is watching. Continue. It's honor. It's a principle of honor. The way you go to work. You go late. You go on time. Then when you go late, 
you try to want to write there, I came at nine, when actually you came at 10. Continue. You know why? It's a principle of honor. When you feel like you do, when you don't feel like you don't do. No, life is not about feelings. If life is about feelings, we'll get into that. Don't worry. We'll have time. It's a whole month to teach honor. Don't, don't miss any of the classes. If you miss, I'm coming to your house. <laughs> Come to look for you. Let's rise to our feet. I'm done. We honor places. Moses got to a place where the place was holy. And God said, remove your shoes because the place where you are is holy ground. Place. A place. That's how come you don't eat and leave bowls in your bedroom. You don't honor your bedroom. Children, your clothes, when they are dirty, take them to the washing room or into the washer. Don't leave them smelling in your bedroom. It is dishonorable. One young one came to live with me before. Young lady. I entered the bedroom. Chai, these teenagers. Smelly shoes, smelly pants, smelly everything inside the bedroom. Why? Take it to the washer. It's honor. Hallelujah. <laughs> when your clothes get dirty, don't wear them again, okay? Take them where? To the washer. Uh -huh. It's being honorable. When you are sent by your dad, don't say, ah, no, no, I'm not going, no. Dad, can I play some more of the Nintendo before I go? No, go. Immediately. It's called what? Honor. Okay? Uh -huh. Samuel, is that a good message? You're looking at me like that. What do you think? It's a good message, isn't it? Yeah, it's a good message. This is, they won't teach you in school. Your teachers will not teach you this. Yeah. Your teachers will encourage you, oh, you know, if, if you don't like it, you can tell your dad, I don't like it. Dad, I don't like it. No, don't do that. Hmm? Don't. Adumba, don't. So that you can live long and it will be well with you. Honor. 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 But I want you to pray one prayer before you go away. When you dishonor God, there are repercussions. When you dishonor the universe and the principles of life, there are repercussions. That's why we teach. The reason why we teach is so that we can correct ourselves. And these repercussions can come to fathers, mothers, to children, to anybody. That's why you find out that when people are even in authority and they break the law of honor, they are held accountable. Yeah, it's a principle of honor. But gradually it's becoming something that we are looking, overlooking. And you don't have to. You want to pray this afternoon? Just one prayer. And you tell him, Father, help me to live an honorable life. In Jesus' name. Lift up your voice and let's pray. Father, help me to live an honorable life. In the name of Jesus, Lord, help me to live an honorable life. I've been called to glory and honor. Lord, help me to live that life of glory and honor. We have been called to live a life of glory and honor. Father, help us in Jesus' mighty name.
Amen. Father, we thank you. We bless you, Lord. We give you praise. Thank you for today. As we go, we are blessed. Every sickness is removed. Every pain is removed. In Jesus' name. God wanted me to bless somebody. As you go this week, your hands are blessed. The works of your hands are favored. In the name of Jesus, God go with you. The blessing of the Lord go with you. The blessing of the Lord increase on every side of your life. In Jesus' name, we curse sickness and disease. We break the bondage of the enemy over your life. I decree and declare, may you do well. Make way for you. May God make way for you where there is no way. In Jesus' name, amen. Nobody greater, nobody greater than you. If you're not sure that you are born again, but you want Jesus to be resident as the Holy Spirit. He says, soon you will not see me. That's his death. But he says, soon you will see me because I go to the Father. The only way we can see him is through the Holy Spirit. If for any reason you want to receive Jesus into your heart, I want to pray for you quickly now, wherever you are. Just pray this prayer with me. Declare with me, Father, let the Spirit of God come into me. Let me not be the same i ask oh god that make me a new creation through the work of regeneration through the death the burial and the resurrection of jesus christ father i receive into my spirit a new spirit i am a new creation from today i refuse to be the son and the daughter of the devil i receive from today the spirit of sonship therefore i take dominion thank you for the gift of salvation thank you for the gift of salvation father i ask that the holy spirit will come into me strong in the name of jesus now pray this prayer me declare me in the name of jesus if you don't speak in tongues declare me in the name of jesus by the evidence of speaking in tongues i received the infilling of the Holy Ghost and with the outward manifestation to begin to speak in tongues now in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, I receive the gift of speaking in the Holy Ghost now. I went across the deep blue sea Couldn't find one to compare To your grace, your love, your mercy 